Hello and welcome to episode 8 of Talk Richmond. I'm your host, Jim Millard, and in this week's episode I'm very pleased to say I'm joined by Acting Medical Director of Kingston Hospital, Amira Gurgis, to discuss her experience during the peak of the pandemic and what the situation is like now in Kingston Hospital and with infection rates rising again, what we can all do as responsible citizens of Richmond-Upon-Thames to help stop the spread of coronavirus. So without further ado, I'd like to give a very warm welcome to you, Amira. Thank you for coming. Thank you very much, Jim. Lovely to meet you. Lovely to meet you too as well. How are you? I'm very well, yes. Really excellent to be able to speak to you. I think this is a very important time to have this conversation. Could we start by asking you to just tell us a bit about yourself and what your role is at Kingston Hospital? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a consultant in anaesthetics and intensive care at Kingston Hospital and I've been a consultant here for 16 years now. I took over as the acting medical director at the beginning of April this year, so timing excellent as always in my life. Um, And so now as a member of the senior leadership team, I um, spend a lot of time, you know, supporting the rest of the clinical teams in delivering really outstanding care. It must have been a very extraordinary moment to start. And I want to just ask you a bit more about what that was like to remind us what the experience was like for those for you everyone at Kingston Hospital those on the front line of dealing with this during the peak of the pandemic back in April. We were quite lucky in Kingston Um, we could see what was coming over the horizon because it was hitting other hospitals before we, we were quite slow on the uptake in the Kingston and Richmond area and so we had a bit of time to prepare Um, And we spent a lot of time getting people trained up, making plans, you know, getting our emergency response plans updated um, and ensuring that everybody knew what their their new roles were going to be in terms of uh, pandemic response. What was the experience at Kingston Hospital as cases did increase? What point did things peak for you? So we, um, as, as the pandemic progressed, what we saw was, was patients coming into the hospital with COVID-19 symptoms, as you'd expect. And um, we peaked probably uh, middle of April in terms of the maximum number of patients we, we looked after at any one time. What we did see was a drop off in other presentations. So you know, it was all, you know, it was almost a single diagnosis hospital at that point. Everybody that was coming in had COVID and, and, you know, a number of us were quite worried at that time about what was happening to all the other stuff that we would normally be seeing, the heart attacks, the strokes, that kind of thing. They just weren't coming in. And what's the impact been for those people with other health needs and on the wider NHS? So, um, Obviously, you know, we cancelled all all the elective work quite early on because we were instructed to do so to create capacity to manage the COVID surge. And and, and that was the right thing to do at the time. But but obviously, you know, that has an impact in terms of people who are then not presenting with symptoms that normally they would present with um, to their GPs or to the hospital. And that then has knock on effects in terms of if they've got a disease process going on, it, it then gets more complicated to treat. So what's your advice to residents who have other health needs? So my advice to residents, whatever their health needs are, whether it's COVID or non-COVID related, is that if you've got symptoms that are worrying you, that you think you would normally, in normal times, you would ask for advice from a doctor or another health professional, is, is to go and ask that advice. And if obviously if you've got COVID symptoms, you need to stay at home and self-isolate until you're told to come into hospital and present, either by your GP or by 111. 
but utilised 111 to get clear medical advice on, on the best course of action. I can understand people feeling nervous and I feel like it's important to ask you, is it right to say that GP surgeries is a safe place to visit? Absolutely, they are safe. And so if you're needing to go to the, hosp- to the hospital or the GP with something that's non-COVID related, you should feel safe to go there? You absolutely should feel safe to go. We've got lots of precautions in place. We've got separate areas in the hospital for COVID and non-COVID type symptoms. We are screening all people that visit the hospital. We're taking their temperature. We're issuing surgical masks. We're obviously making sure people are sanitising their hands. And so the hospital is a safe place to come if that's where you need to be. Thank you for clarifying that. I think that's really important and very reassuring to hear. I just want to hear a bit about what it was like um, for you and your staff on the front line. You know, we've heard quite a lot, I think, nationally about what the experience was like about people being very busy, um, having to work long hours, that sort of thing. I mean, ha- ha- what was it like at Kingston? So um, you're absolutely right. People were, you know, worked incredibly hard in very difficult um, circumstances. You know, wearing full PPE is hard work. It is tiring. It is not just uncomfortable, it's painful. Um, and, and the nurses at the bedside in, in the intensive care units were really hard working. Um, and, you know, and, and it wasn't just the ITU nurses working in that situation. We drafted in nurses from other wards and from theatres who weren't working because we weren't doing the elective programme. We used our physiotherapists and um, other members of, of the staff in, a, in a, you know, a fairly flexible way. And, and they worked really hard. There was, a, there was a quite a strong blitz spirit amongst the staff mm. um, definitely running on adrenaline um, all in it together and and people really appreciated the thanks that they saw coming from the community uh, we got lots of support from the community lots of gifts lots of thank yous lots of cards and that was really appreciated um, we had great volunteers who um, came around delivering drinks and snacks so that people who were able to take a break, you know, got fed and watered. And all of those things together were really important to keep everybody's mental state, you know, secure and, and you know, everybody felt supported. Great. That's, that's great to hear. Uh, I was there, obviously, clapping with everyone else on the doorstep on Thursdays and, and being very heartened as a councillor to see our communities joining together like that building our own blitz spirit and trying to send that support to you i'm glad you felt it and i would like to take this opportunity i'm sure i speak for every single person in our community when i say again thank you to you and to all the staff at kingston and in the nhs for everything you've done i know it's been said before but i'll say it again and i think there's no limit on the amount of times it needs to be said and we'll be talking about it for for many many decades to come just about that time though you know is there anything that really you think is going to stick with you as a a story or a memory that that you'll be talking to people about in the future that really sums up what the experience was like I think um the sense of achievement of actually getting through this and and successfully getting patients through this I'm reminded of one of my consultant in intensive care colleagues who unfortunately or fortunately was was the first of us to have to you know intubate a patient and put them on a ventilator um because of their covid symptoms in in the hospital and and she felt the weight of that really strongly and you know understandably the patient was was scared um but he needed the help that we had to offer him and she promised him she'd make him better and and he was with us for weeks and weeks on a ventilator but we did make him better 
Um, and when he went home, there was a massive sense of achievement. And that's not just felt by her, that's felt by the whole hospital, because the whole hospital supported the intensive care unit. People came from all over the hospital to work in the unit and help us to help these people to get better. So um, a massive sense of achievement. That's a great story and it's a real achievement. And having got through that stage of things, what are things looking like now at Kingston Hospital? At the moment, we're beautifully under control, as always, at Kingston. Um, <laughs> you know, we are actively preparing in the background. Um, we're like swans on the, on the River Thames, paddling away. Um, so, uh, yeah, you know, we've got all our plans in place. We've, we've you know, learned from the first episode uh, of the pandemic and, and we know what worked and, and what we would do differently this time round. We've worked really closely with our um, other providers across South West London to, to come up with a plan to be able to deliver all the COVID care that we need to deliver, but also keep all our elective planned work going at the same time, because we need to make sure that patients who present with other things also get the treatment that they need. That's a really good point. The effects on everyone really need to be minimised as much as possible, clearly. And we don't want to go back to a, a similar peak. Obviously, you have to prepare for it. But really, what we're feeling in the community, we're hearing that admission rates are going up. We know that transmission is increasing. What can we do as Richmond residents to stay healthy this winter and to help stop the spread of the virus? So, hands, face, space, absolutely. Keep those hands clean, washing them regularly, using hand sanitizers when you're out and about. Um, absolutely first line, you must keep those hands clean. Please, please, please use face masks when you're out and about um, and if you're in enclosed spaces. If you're going to be in a crowd where you're not able to socially distance to an adequate degree, then yeah, wearing a face mask is a sensible precaution and that's to protect others as well as to protect yourself. Please use a face mask. Um, and then space, social distancing, it's really important. We're all people, we're all, you know, we're all humans and we've all got families and, and we're all suffering the same in terms of not being able to see family members. But you know, if, if the rules are that we can't mix households, please follow the rules. Um, it's there for a reason. We've really got to cut down transmission between households. Well, well, well said, you know. And um, as we move into the winter months, there's been concern about the idea of a double whammy of sort of coronavirus and the flu. How important is it for people who are concerned about that to get a flu vaccine? Incredibly important. Flu every winter is a major problem for, for acute hospitals and, and intensive care units. And, you know, I, I get I know I'm an intensive care consultant. I get my flu vaccine every year and you know I wouldn't think twice about it. And I, I don't think twice about recommending it to everybody. So if you're eligible, please please go and get your flu vaccine as soon as you're able to, so that we don't have that double whammy of flu and COVID to deal with. And then, you know, we, then we've got an opportunity to be able to keep services running for everybody's benefit. That's clearly the important thing. Thank you for that excellent advice. Is there anything else you, you want to say to the residents of Richmond-Up-on-Thames? Just thank you so much for your support. It's really appreciated. We absolutely appreciate all those messages and gifts and, and just the thank yous and the positive feedback. And please keep yourselves safe so that we can keep everybody safe and deliver the services that everybody else needs. Amira, thank you so much. Thanks for coming on Talk Richmond. My pleasure, thank you. I hope listeners have found this episode useful. We're in a critical period in the pandemic and we've heard from Amira just how hard her staff at Kingston Hospital have had to work. The sort of hours they put in wearing protective equipment to the point where it's painful. I know that to protect them, 
we can put on a mask when we go into a shop or other enclosed space or find ourselves in a crowd. We have to work as a community. There's no, no one is in an island in this. And I know we can all play our part to help stop the spread of the virus, protect the people around us, people we love, the vulnerable in our communities and the frontline workers who continue to do so much for us. So please wear your face covering wherever you're in an enclosed public space. Follow the rule of six, maintain social distance and keep washing your hands. For further information on the topics discussed, check out the show notes below. If you have any questions, please do feel free to email us on talk at richmond.gov.uk. Please, as always, if you feel so moved to do so, please like and even leave a review. That would be marvellous. I'm Jim Millard. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.